Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. How's it going? I, I am inside the firm. That's how it's going. For the first time today. First time today. Lance, Lance Psycho himself. Awesome. Inside the firm. And now you are too, listeners. Yes. Um, Al's been here all day, right? Or you been in and out? No, I've been in Denver. I've been... Uh, oh, wow. Went to D-Town. Came went, back. Uh, Look at D-town. you. That's why you're looking sharp today. Yeah, exactly. I got Mark's shirt on too. I love Mark's shirt. Mark... Uh, love... Mark, 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 Mark LePage, his uh, yeah. shirt. Inside the firm. Yep. Uh, love, learn, share. So that's awesome. So speaking of those, this is a really good transition. <laughs> goals. Goals for next year. Goals. We are winding down the year. It yep. is uh, the second week of December. Soon we're going to be hitting Christmas and then nothing happens after that until after the first, honestly. Yep. Uh, I'm going to be taking a nice week a whole week out of the office entirely and yeah. just working from the couch, working from home, hanging out with the fam. Are Family. you doing the same or are you going in? You can't. You get that kid. I got, you that, got kid. that baby. I'm, that baby uh, just not let you rest. I'm, I'm, I'll split some. I'll be here and there. But, I mean, if he sees me, it is playtime. It is hit daddy with things. Try to him. crawl on him. Smack him around. Get, I was trying to work a little bit last night on my lap, just buttons on the computer, <laughs> sending out emails. I'm like... Yeah. Uh, I wonder were, if weren't you with has me your spelling improved? Has your spelling improved because of his button push? Absolutely. Absolutely it has. <laughs> we were driving in the car and my wife called and it was my son. <laughs> just, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's just checking, good, hey, what's up? He's good at computers. Where you at? Um so you kick it off or you want me to kick it off? I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. We have a huge goal in 2018. Yes. We have a massive goal in 2018. And that is uh, in May, we should theoretically break ground on our on our very first real live real estate development. Yep. Uh, we're you know we're talking construction budgets of over over a million dollars. So uh, we're gonna have to understand how to how to meet the budget, how to how to build the thing. Uh, there's a couple. There's one our favorite contractor, Brian Tinker. Shout out Brian Tinker. I'm actually gonna. I haven't. Even, I don't even know if I told you this, but I would love to hire him on an hourly basis. Just to help out with stuff I don't know about, because I there are things that I admittedly do not know about. No way. Like, <clears throat> like what happens? What is the first? You know, I know excavation and understand that, but you know, setting like laying the groundwork for where the pipes come up and all of that stuff, hooking into the city. There are parts of construction, admittedly, that I do that I'm like, we should really call a sage in, pay him a a, a, a very you know a, a fee, an hourly it, fee that yep. he deserves. And and maybe we should get together our whole plan, our whole plan of attack. This is how we want to do it. This is what we think are the stages. But what happens between? I know we're gonna dig the hole. I know we're gonna put in the footers. But then when we put in the foundation, the walls for the foundation, like are they putting in holes? Are they planning for where the See, holes? See, that's exactly. Come in? Like I have all these stupid questions that that honestly you you would think I would have I would know the yeah. answers to after do after doing as much building as I have, and even you, you know, inspecting stuff. Right, but there, I don't. There's there's holes or falling dirt. So that is our big goal, and our and our goal, I think, is to try to have them sold by Q1 or Q2 of 2019. Nobody, nobody, know, quarter one, quarter two. Oh yeah, because 
If you, we can't build this, we got to build this in a year, man. Gotta, it's got to be built and sold in a year or less because, yeah. I, I, you know, you know my I've always had the 2020 prediction on that's, that's when the downturn is going to happen again. The Fed's going to uh, increase interest rates three times next year. They've already increased it three times this year. And every, you know, that's what happens when they, when they increase interest rates and the business cycle starts to go downhill again. So I, it's like we're racing to the finish line. I feel like my whole life <laughs> is always right to the edge. If we start in May, I want to have them uh, CEO by the end of the year and sold. That would be ideal. And you and I have talked about a couple of different options of, uh, you know, how can we modularize? Yeah, how can we modularize this thing so that maybe we cut billing time down by a third? So yeah. my whole goal is because we're you know we have it's going to be great that we have this we have a really good core group of guys now group of group of employees at F nine yeah a really awesome team and we even hired one more full time yep. that's going to start after after the first and it's just I feel like okay after the first Lance puts his Lance puts his developer slash construction hat on and that's kind of that's kind of it for me besides overseeing you know all the architecture projects that I still got going as long on. as and you know this, I don't, I don't know how else to say this. As long as you got enough work coming in for those guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a really, it's going to be like, here we go again. One more ball to juggle. Yeah. Uh, you know, like one of our professors said, when you're, when you're, when you first start out, you're going to be able to juggle three balls. And by the end, you should be able to juggle a dozen. And yep. then that, that's what makes up an architect. Okay. Let me give you my goals and you can't interrupt because you'll, you'll just don't interrupt this train of logic. I, I'm not the interrupter here. I am the interrupter. Okay. So next year, my goals is I want to become an architect. I want, uh, <clears throat> I have a money goal, right? I want to sell a thousand books. And then I have this picture of just a, a house in my head. I have no idea what that means. Right. So I took these goals and I, I got a huge piece of paper and I just, I just drew a picture of a stamp, an architectural stamp. And I, I thought there was a, uh, Six tests. You did but this I'm doing today? the five tests. Okay. Mr. I'm not an interrupter. I'm not an interrupter, he says. <clears throat> then I took I just drew a picture of a little house, stupid little house, right? Axonometric, very simple. Uh then a dollar sign with, with just some money on there, and then then a book, right? So those are my huge goals that I want to do for next year. And guess what? Those were the goals from last year. So I'm gonna give you an update of how those goals went. Okay. Because I I feel like every time people do a goal episode, okay, everyone does a goal episode or a lot of people talk about them, but do you ever get, Hey, how did your goals from last year go? Did you do them? Did you not do them? Are you just setting goals and then not following up on them? Like, honestly, you'll hear other podcasts goals. Did they talk about their other goals? What worked and what didn't and how you achieved those goals. So that's what I want to talk about. That's why I set it up that way. Interesting. Right? <clears throat> so the first goal of becoming an architect, I did. And the only way, the way that I did that was waking up at five in the morning, studying until work, studying at lunch, and then uh, studying at night. And sometimes I would wane off that a little bit. Uh, and then I'd have to ramp it back up. So like I accomplished that one just by the first, it was six months. I beat you by what? Two days? One day. One day. Don't get it twisted. One four days, day. Every, but I bet if we compared scores once again, I would be better than him. <laughs> we can't do it. You know, every time I say this, it's gonna grow in the amount of days. <laughs> Forty-nine days, I beat you by. Um, <clears throat> so, but honestly, 
then then the other one I thought with the picture of the house, I thought like, what if I could just save enough money to put money for land? That was my real thought. But what happened in the middle of my testing, and, and you know this, is that uh, we sold our house. And then the same day that we uh, sold our house, I found the new house, put a bid on it. And a month later, we are in that house. Yep. So that one came to fruition, right? The money goal, I'm not going to make that, I don't think, unless my Bitcoin... <laughs> This is speculation. I knew we could not get through a podcast without one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Who knows? We still got a week. We still got a week, uh, two weeks to go. And uh, like I said, it, the bit, there's going to be the Bitcoin bump at the end of the year because uh, everybody's going to be sitting around the table and the grandma's going to be like, what is this Bitcoin? And then and then John, 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 the geeky one in the family, yep. he's going to go, well, grandma, check it out. Yeah. And he's going to he's going to buy her some Bitcoin. If if it hits my number that I have on my wall, yeah. if my block folio hits that number and it's not a small number on my wall i almost have to say synchronicity and take it out i don't know i don't Ooh. know if it hits that number if that because you have a number you have a number okay i'll show you my all- house you you can come see it it's in my pantry oh nice you have a you have a vision board yeah yeah it's those four drawings that i just described all right can, can, now now okay this is perfect yeah. can i tell you about the stuff that i didn't accomplish well, this year wait can I, I i'm gonna sum up i'll be very quick okay. here sure and then he the other the sure book he will one be quick so so the last so I accomplished two of the four goals fifty percent cleanly by that dedication. I've still been getting up at at five in the morning um, and doing all that. But honestly, the test, doing the test, and then selling a house, moving into an apartment, and then moving into another house. That first six months, I think, killed me. Uh, meaning, like, I just I think I got burnt out. So he got crabby that's for sure i can tell you that yeah i got honestly the patience level i've never seen alex have <laughs> less of a patience level in my life until about that mark and i'm like who are we even dealing with and you no know it's so crazy is that one that started last year started remember that we just finished up the two tiny houses which was crazy and i just finished up having a baby like literally the the stress level from I, that I first never, six months and then three months backwards yeah could you, I mean, you can't imagine just, because we went through it. I'm just <laughs> over it. Just over that whole, honestly, for one year, one year ago today was just brutal. I was uh, coming home. It was just brutal. Brutal. Most, one of the most brutal things I've ever built in my life. Just. I think you, I so think literally stressful. one year ago today, I think you said, I'm off the job site for the next two weeks. Yeah. And you, I could, I, I honestly neglected my <laughs> architecture clients so badly that I had to just sit on the couch for a week and my body and had to sit on the couch for a week and say, okay, you guys, I've done all I can. I mean, because the, the super hard parts were done, but everybody knows the last 5% of anything takes the longest. Yeah. And so that was a lot of button up work, but yeah, I had to just leave, sit late and lay down and iPad everything. And then, uh, you know, have, have Jackson pick, pick me up. We get back to reality. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, my lessons that takeaway. Okay. I was able to crush the first two goals in half a year. So theoretically, I could have crushed the next two goals, but I just I didn't have enough time or energy. So maybe somehow I, I need to still have that dedication, but maybe balance it out so that I can go through. So in that board with those four pictures, underneath it is breaking into 12 months. And then those 12 months... Tell I, everybody when you made this board. Did you, did you do it typical yeah. owl style? After yeah. the first on yeah. New Year's Day? Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah, New so Year's so here's what Alex has done, and I love that Alex does this, yeah. because 
we believe in manifesting your reality. You know, you like you got to have a vision board and yeah. like be- really believe in the vision board and then go out and do the vision board, right? Yeah. You can't just do the vision board and then just say, oh, now because I did the vision board, it's going to happen. No, no, there's a lot of doing involved, right? And that's where I'm getting by. Each month, there was a specific task and then there was a checklist like, did I wake up at 5 a.m.? Yes or no? You check it or you don't check yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I also lost some weight because Lance would make fun of me. So that was also on there. He is the least chubby owl we've ever had in December. Ah, December. Come, because come. I got that winter weight from the north. From Minnesota. Yeah, it's insulation. Yes, exactly. Yep. yep. German background, the whole thing. So uh, okay. We, so every year I do the same thing now too in my own way. And actually my family did it last year. So that leads me to, can I tell you about what I failed at this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. One I of think the, that's important. Yeah. One of the big things I failed at, I failed at and I think I, maybe I wanted it more than, more than you, is I wanted a TV show. I wanted a freaking yes. series. I wanted, because Joe Rogan says this all the time, like, then you get that FU money. And what that FU money means is you get residuals. And that's huge. To, yeah. to, to put part of your income on just residual income is massive because it frees up, it really frees up part of your mind. It frees up part of like the entrepreneurial soul. spirit, literally your soul. Like, so, you know, financial, <laughs> being financially stable in that way is freedom. It equals freedom. Well, again, I, the end of the year is wrapping up, so who knows? You could call, you could chalk that up to a loss. But we did crush that interview with those one people. Oh I man, we, we tried crushed hard. That hard. Yep, yeah. With the so one TV no, knowing that though, Al, I'm not pushing for it anymore. I, I I'm kind of over the whole idea. That it, that was my one of my biggest ones. I was like, TV show. We're getting TV. a series. We're yeah. getting a series. And, can you, and can you imagine how stressful that would have been too? I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm kind of glad just Bitcoin happened. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> so okay, keep going over the. So, so that's what that's that was my big failure for the year. But I'm I'm okay with that because yeah. I I think now you know even now we're talking it out now. Yeah, that would have been stressful. It is stressful. Just that one stupid episode that we filmed. It's a lot of work. It, it really is work. Like these actors and not even actors, just people. You know, they film for HGTV. It's it's work. It's a whole day of rehearsing and. It's annoying. Honestly, I don't know how we would have had the time. I feel like I've been busy. I don't know how we would have done it <laughs> if we would have got it. Yep. Yep. And but the big goal that we did accomplish was we secured land, and that that's huge. Yes. That's huge. And and honestly, by the grace of the universe or God or whatever you want to call it, it was a hap. It was a very interesting way about how we got it. And we've talked about it on on the previous podcast. Yeah. So <clears throat> please go start from the beginning and listen to every podcast. Every ever. single one over the break because you're gonna have nothing to do at the end of this year again. Is 2018. Or 2017. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like it's... I did kind of did your... What you did with... You did half of your goals, and then you didn't do half of your goals. Yeah. So, for me, that was the two big ones. Oh, and then... Uh, and should, then a, should a goal in next year to be to do 75% of your goals? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that might, I might write that down. Accomplish 75% of yeah. my goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. I don't know. Goals are good. Goals are good. What, moving ahead... Besides the development, yep. what do you got? Any so, sneak peeks for anybody? I have sneak peeks, but it's not figured out because it's not New Year's Day. Oh, I have one for 2018 already. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I would like to visit. I would like to meet Nick and his family and, and for them, Ooh. for our families to hang out for at least a day or two in Florida in March. Can you high-five him for me? I'm going to high-five him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, my sneak peek. One is, uh, the first one is to refocus, it's general, it's, it's have a wonderful family life. And I've already kind of started that. That means be That means more, having another baby. That does not mean <laughs> having another baby whatsoever. 
that means more focus when I'm at home. That's yeah. that's what that means. Putting away the phone, and then really Especially like putting away the phone for sure. Exactly. Play, when I'm playing with Atlas, not being distracted. You know, just th- that's what that means, right? <clears throat> Mark two, which is you talked about our development. Let's accomplish that. Here's a big one. Um, I want to pay off my house. I want to pay In off 2018. I don't know. I think it'll be by 2020, but I I still want to have that because who knows if it it will come through. Uh, you know, this Bitcoin speculation, who knows if it would, I might just turn it into, okay, how can I save and then start chipping away at it too? Yeah. I do like the double payments or something like that. Something, yeah, something, because then I think you have that F you freedom where, you know, that like that payment goes away. And a crazy, and a crazy idea that I brought up to Al is, uh, and then do 75% of my goals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the, the the crazy idea, which isn't crazy because you hear of all these people doing, like you hear of people like Tim Ferriss, um, who else? There's some other entrepreneurs that we that you you've listened to that that where they 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 finally get that financial freedom. You know, they they make enough money where they can they don't have to worry about working nine to five every day. Yeah, and they take a year off, or they for us that would be too much. So I brought it up to Al and I said, man, if we if we really did that, wouldn't that, isn't that an interesting like caveat to add to that goal of Paying off your mortgage and being debt, paying off our mortgage, paying off our trucks, being literally debt free minus the stupid taxes, you know, for property and stuff. Uh, yeah, someone has to pay for the roads, Lance. I gotta pay for all those roads. Yeah, unless they make them all tow roads, and then yet somehow you're still paying taxes. But <laughs> <laughs> so I said, uh, would you ever take a year off? And I was so glad. I was like, ah, it's too much. Oh, good. Thank God. I, I thought it was too. My wife loved the idea. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, take a whole year off. You should do that. You deserve. I'm like, nope. That's crazy talk. It's almost stir crazy. You can't garden all year. You know what am I gonna do? Uh, so then, I, I I honestly can't imagine. And and uh, within uh, so 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 what we settled on was maybe at least a month. At least a month. Yeah. Maybe it's a summer. And I think you if you ever get in that position or you know I I mean this is like reaching like this is this but this take might a lot be of effort. a couple years right you know? this is gonna take a this is like but that this is that is a literal goal of mine before the age of forty I've got it set in my head now to take somehow free yourself for those three months not work and then you read all these books that you've been wanting to read or take this trip that you've been wanting to tri- take and then completely free your mind because it seems like these guys who do that come back after that and then they start Amazon or they, you know what I mean? They start yeah. some, they like, they do this new thing that just completely revolutionizes some facet of society. You know what I could almost see now? I could see uh, easily a month and a half summer. And what I would do just because uh, like you might go to Europe or do whatever. Um, my baby's too little is I might do an RV trip. America. Just, just America. Just solid uh, Americanism. Yeah. Good for you. What is the last state you'll visit? Ooh, man. I visited a lot of the bad ones already. Wyoming, I'm talking to you. Looking straight at you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of space, though. A lot of space there. Uh, which which one would I not? No, no, last. Which one would you last? And it's just the 48 contiguous, not not the... Oh, you mean like... Or you're just I'm like, gonna, eh, I guess. West Virginia. No offense to you. <laughs> I just don't want to squeal like a pig. I want to go to... Yeah, that's a good one. What about Rhode Island? Like, is that even a place? Annie says the fall. The leaves in the fall will oh, be beautiful. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you'd have to do that. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. New Jersey? 
I've already been there. It's like you kind of go to New Jersey. You go to, to you go to New York. You're basically in New Jersey. Kind yeah. of. You know, yeah. like you, you see it, so it's good enough. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. Okay. I think we're at Nick Reed's. Nick Reed's time. Awesome. He's back. He was not back last time, right? No, he was back. I, I forget. I don't even pay attention to Nick. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great couple of weeks. Sorry I missed y'all last Friday. I was in a field, gazing upon a flock of sheep. A reading. Curiosity. Always be curious. While many firms emphasize recruiting for intelligence, I think they should equally consider factoring in curiosity. Intelligence sums up how effective you are at problem solving and signals how much expert knowledge you have stockpiled. This combination helps people evaluate your technical capabilities as a service professional. On the other hand, curiosity signals how hungry you are to learn new things, how wide your range of interest is. The stronger your curiosity, the more fields you'll explore, like a field with a flock of sheep. The more you explore, the more likely you are to find innovative solutions and excel at cross-pollination. Dave Master wrote in his book, Managing the Professional Service Firm, what a group does with its billable time determines its income for the year. What it does with its non-billable time determines its future. Once again, the words of Art Gensler, except the bit about the sheep. Lance, you want to make me cry? Put on a video of a soldier's surprise homecoming or dog being rescued. Now you can imagine, I'm a hysterical wreck when it's a soldier's surprise homecoming to his or her dog. Tearing up just thinking about it. Toodles! Yeah. Okay. Are we on? We are on. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. The, the last quote. What, what a group does with its billable times determines its income. Very true. Makes sense. What it does with its non-billable time determines its future. Oh, I love Isn't that... it. I love it so much. Yeah, because not only does that go with these these extra side projects, meaning the tiny houses were a side project, which leads into the development project, which is basically my non-billable time. Yep. Right. Um, and then also this Bitcoin thing. We don't even know where that's going. That Who knows? Go in the tank. Doesn't doesn't yep. matter. Could lose it all, get laughed at. Yep. But then also when you not talk lose about it all. that that uh, that break, that month, two months, yeah. three months. What do break. you do with that time exactly? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And then the curiosity thing too, because. Intelligence, we we really look forward to, but I want to segue into something. But if you want to, do you have any comments on on the reading? Well, Nick, um, I'm gonna try to find a video like that for you. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> there you go. So intelligence. So we got a drawing about uh, transformer locations and and gas piping diagrams and all that stuff. And this is a story about how younger people how if you just think slightly different how you can be much more valuable than even intelligent people so we get this diagram and this is accepted practice uh they have like t's for transformers and i knew that's what we were talking about and no they just had triangles they had big triangles that's all they had and then they had like p's for pedestals and then they had lines g for gas and they had a bunch of other stuff no legend whatsoever oh no legend. Like that's tough. What What are you doing? What are you doing? And then two, 
They didn't tell us how big the transformers were and what the clearances were. And they put them right in the middle of sidewalks, right up next to our property line. And then the buildings are right next to the sidewalk. So like we had a meeting and we had to tell them like, and we had to tell, okay, those won't fit there. Then we had to find other locations. And I said, okay, how big are they? So then I drew them. I go, what are the clearances? And then we, we could move them around. But what's crazy is that we gave them DWGs. They know what size to put in there. They know what the clearances are. How they don't have that as like a block and put that in there. So it is acceptable that people give you drawings with no legends and with just like dots representing stuff. So do you know how much you'd crush it? Do you know how much you would impress us if you worked as one of our consultants and put a legend on shit and <laughs> figured things out? You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, oh. Can we hire that dude? Can like, we hire that guy? He kind of thought. I know. And what I've been telling my guys, we've been doing some tricky foundations. We have about three, four, five, six, seven, eight buildings. <clears throat> and the found each found each unit, each 45 unit foundation change. And then we have drops in them. You, you know the stories of drops uh. and level changes. And, and I have a main guy on it. And then we have one guy that's going to be full times later. And I go, your goal, and I told them how to do it and what I want it to look like. I go, but your goal is that if you had to print out these page and I sent you to the site, you could tell the contractor what height everything is, what the distance is. And I go, you can't look at a computer. I go, that's your goal. Pretend like I am putting you out on that site. Guy just out of college that barely knows nothing, and you're in charge. It better be that clear to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I had a student tell me, uh, try to change all their drawings to three eighths inch equals a foot today. And I had to tell him no. Yeah. And I go, do you know what would happen if you tried that? This is going to be an, a structural engineer one day. Yeah. He goes, I go, do you know what you would, what would happen to you if you put out a set of drawings that were three eighths inch equals a foot floor plans? I'm talking floor plans. Yeah. I go, a contractor would murder you. <laughs> Just, I go, he would kill you. He would, he would take your head and pull it off. <laughs> And he just thought I was joking, but I was so serious about it. I mean, I was half joking. Yeah. And then he goes, well, we're running out of time. Can I just, they look good on the sheets though, right? And I go, I will murder your grade. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I had, I had such a good day in class by myself today. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, jokes after jokes after jokes. Yeah. And then of course there was some like Bitcoin talk with some of the kids that are nerds. And it's awesome. It was awesome. That reminds me of my comment <laughs> during uh, finals when, when I told someone that his, uh, his layout was suspect and that he was committing a crime against space. Yes. Yes. You were committing a crime against space planning. <laughs> yeah. This entry, it was huge. And I go, Oh, that he had a sitting room that was closing. I was like, it's very, very suspect. I, and I go, I, I feel like that's a crime against space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was literally your best joke of the month. Yeah. Year. Maybe ever. Maybe, maybe ever. Maybe ever. It was really good. Yeah. No, man, think about what you can do in that downtime. And I hope every single... Well, people are going to start getting downtime. It's crazy. It, that's where I'm going with this. Not only that, but I'm, I'm telling you, within a couple of years, we're going to be hitting that recession again, un unless some miracle happens. I have no idea. But yeah. it, we're overdue. So sure. you're, you're, if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, think about, think about what you can do during that time where you're just paying your bills, you know you have extra time to do. How can you improve your template? How can you improve yourself? How can you improve your firm? How can you make yourself faster? What other skill can you learn so that you pre you're prepared for when you start coming out of that recession again? You're ready to rock it. You're ready to completely rock it. And then how can you preempt it by maybe paying off some debt, some mortgages, some houses so that it's not as stressful? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Cool. So. 
that's our advice. Let's go to best and worst advice. Yeah. So <clears throat> best and worst advice today uh, was actually a recommendation from uh, our good friend, Mark. And was this Mark LePage or our, our teacher, Mark? Mark LePage. Yep. Okay. So today we have on Mia Sharpie. She is the founder of Creativity Agency. So if you go to creativityagencyco.com. Do you think she has my book, Creativity Code? Oh, she, we should send her a complimentary. There you go. One for being on the show for sure. Um, so she's the founder of the creativity agency and uh, she's a systems thinker and a change maker with a creative soul. She's been building co- uh, community around social issues for as long as she can remember. And she deeply believes in the power to, of the creative and the visual to capture hearts and generate excitement and action. Holy cow. She really does need the book. Uh, not that she isn't already creative, but it can't hurt, right? No, no, but you don't mean like she needs it. She'll probably dig it. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what you mean to yeah, say. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, she 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 would dig it. Uh, she Mia started creativity creativity agency to help impact f- uh, focused organizations to get their messages heard and take their programs and initiatives to the next level. Whether it's a campaign, a series of webinars, or a training kit, creative agencies comprehensive graphics and strategy that help you connect with your community and make the ultimate impact you're seeking. So with that, with that, uh, without further ado, then uh, here we have uh, Mia. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Uh, My name is Maya Sharfi. I run Build Yourself Workshop, which is a career advancement training company for women in creative fields. I I teach at the Boston Society of Architects and I also teach programs online on things like growing in your career, um, building your credit and visibility and negotiating and um, goal setting. So it's a really good time of year for goal setting. And so my best advice is going to be some weird but cool advice that's changed the way that I think about goal setting. Um, And it comes from a woman named uh, Kathleen Shannon, who runs a podcast called Being Boss, uh, which is for creative entrepreneurs. And so Kathleen has this method that she calls the chalkboard method, um, where she's got a chalkboard in her office and... um, she at the beginning of a quarter she'll put up these boxes for clients that she wants to land right she might have space for 12 clients she does she doesn't do architecture she does coaching and branding work so she can take on more clients at a time but you know she'll put up a number of boxes and the way she describes it because she's incredibly (laughs) she's a self-described woo-woo person is that when you create a hole in the universe the universe rushes in to fill that hole. And, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever been able to totally, you know, swallow that explanation, but I like it. And I tried it a couple of years ago when I was first starting my business. And um, I put, I think I put six boxes for, um, for, and I wanted to land really small. I wanted to land $5,000 projects. And then, you know, I put it up on a poster board, but then, you know, it got covered by something else. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then it was a couple of, uh, you know, like weeks later that I realized it was still there and I uncovered it. And I was like, oh, wait a second, because I just landed one $30,000 project and it was, it was just, it was like, whoa, okay, this is funny. Um, and since then, I've used the chalkboard method a couple of times, and I even use <laughs> I even use the chalkboard method 
um, I made a, I drew a hole <laughs> that was person shaped and I wrote all the qualities that I wanted in a partner. And um, I looked at it a, a, you know, number of months later and I'd found someone. Uh, so I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's a little woo woo. You know, think about it as whether, you know, whether the universe is delivering you everything that you want and need or whether it's just the power of self-suggestion. I think it's really, really useful because I think um, being able to say, here's what I want. Here's what would be plan A for me. Here's what would be something super, super wonderful and dreamy and fabulous. And I'm going to put it out there um, because I need to at least have the audacity to want it is really is is really useful and i think that kind of goal setting um can help us get out of the day-to-day of just you know trying to bring in that next client and trying to deliver the work it helps us uh create almost a a north star that's that like gives us direction and vision and it doesn't have to be about money it can be about you know it can be about a specific opportunity or specific project that you want to do maya Maya, come on, come on, Lance. <laughs> Under, no, ask how to pronounce your guest's names for once, you loser, Lance. That's not what, where I was going. Where I was going is when you were reading that long intro and you stopped. You said, "I I haven't listened to this yet," and I go, "Me either." And I go, "We're gonna have to cut out a lot if it's junk because we won't put you know junk advice on on the podcast." And then when she started talking about goals, you're like, "Oh, this is perfectly fits into exactly what we're saying." Or talking. I, I about- hate to spoil it for for our listeners, but. Uh, a lot of times everything just falls into place <laughs> inside the firm. And I mean, and I mean, topical wise, well, I, my mouth like dropped when I started listening to her, I was yeah. like, Oh God, this is absolutely perfect. It is perfect. What, what's cool about what she said is I immediately went, I have my little journal here. I put boxes next to my goals. <laughs> just, just I like, like that. Just well, like you even you... talked about check marks. Yeah. I'm checking stuff off. And, and where I think, so the the woo I'm fine with the woo woo. The woo woo is real. I don't care what anybody says. You can refute what this, but it's real. The woo woo is real. Your mind is powerful, powerful, powerful. Yep. And I think this is where the power of the subconscious comes from. So you've heard me talk about, and the, I know you have Lance, the, the OODA loop, right? The military where there's two planes. Our US F-15 was not as good as the MiG fighter during uh, the Korean War. It, it wasn't the F-15. It was whatever they had at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had to figure out why w- we were winning the battles in, in the air because it's dire, dire consequences. Like, what's going on? And it all was because we had a round top and they had a triangular top and they couldn't see. So they couldn't make decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So in the book, Bigger, uh, Smarter, Faster, Better um, by Charles Duhigg. I, I don't know. You'll find it if you Google that. He talks about they studied CEOs. And they go that one of the key differences that they found was that uh, some C- those CEOs that like propelled and stayed the longest, they would plan out their day in their head. And he goes, what this does is that when you are going in your task for your day and, and you something unspe- unexpected happens, you go, oh, this wasn't part of my plan. I either discard it or, or it's more important than what I had planned. So now I know I should do it. It's giving you that feedback loop. So when you write something down, the, the, the only way I can play it scientifically, explain it scientifically, because I believe the woo-woo factor might be there too, is that your brain's going like, oh, am I making a decision that's towards one of those boxes or not? So you just make small, small adjustments, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I filled that box because 
you made those small adjustments subconsciously or even consciously, either either way. And and that's that makes sense to me. That almost proves the woo-woo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How does your how does your how does your subconscious not follow your conscious, right? I think, you know, if you because if you're conscious That's why you call it sub. Exactly, right? It follows <laughs> it's following your direction. So if you're not giving if you're not doing this if you're not doing the chalkboard method or, or like Alex's Or how method, does your conscious not follow your subconscious if you put it back there? Exactly. Who knows? But I don't mean to just reverse it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it's back there, maybe your conscious mind is taking from there. Like, oh, yeah, I should go left. Yep. Yeah. 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 So awesome. Cool. Fantastic advice. Uh, one, one shout out. One shout out that Maya asked us to give was um, she, she said, uh, it would be great if you could mention when this goes out that spots are currently open in my goal setting program for multi-passionate creative women that starts in January. And then there's a link that Alex will put out um, on, on, the pot, on, the, on, the pot, on the show notes page to go check it out for any of our female listeners who are, who are looking to, to go out there and set some awesome goals for yourself. Yeah. So, very very cool. cool. Very cool. So that's it. Any, we could, any parting words, Al? Uh, yes. Parting words. Uh, please, if we're talking about framework and planning out your day, if you are in the design field and you feel like supporting the podcast, buy the book the creativity code because it'll also support you because it will give you those roadmaps. It will give you those principles where you can say, Oh, am I going towards this or against this? Am I improving or not? And it will give you a visual language of which to make decisions. So please do that. Uh, please, uh, if you're want to learn Revit, I, there's not a better way that I know to learn Revit than through our Revit lift system. We teach people. And then when you come to our firm, we take our firm extremely seriously. So we have them go through the same program. We wouldn't, train bad people. We need them to be up to speed ex- extremely quickly and competent. So uh, you can go to revitfurniture.com and get that. And you can support us. Yeah. Follow us on the Twitter. Uh, follow us on the Facebook. And if you if you, if you you love our podcast, the only thing we ask for for Christmas is if you can leave us a five-star review. If you're thinking about leaving a one-star, you just put five stars right on top of that and go to iTunes and leave us leave us that good review. It helps us, helps us bring our numbers up and it helps us uh, motivate us to continue into 2018. And it will automatically make you fulfill one of your goals. Exactly. There All right. we go. All right. See you next week. Bye.